This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. All right, Pittsburgh Steelers fans, welcome back to part two or part duh of that's always things of hot shots part de remember that was a yeah. hysterical movie by the way anyways um <laughs> totally on off the cuff there and let's uh, we're back to the Steelers preview myself Jeff Hartman Brian Anthony Davis Dave Schofield and we're talking about gambles and sure or safe bets whatever you want to call it and it was my turn to go and I decided that I'm going to go with in terms of gamble and again I stuck with positions too as I was writing these out gambles and sure bets I almost I, I went four players at each gamble and sure bet. And I kept them at the same position because I felt that for every gamble, there was a sure bet at the same exact position. And I think that's a good thing. So I went with uh, Anthony McFarland as a gamble uh, based on the fact that we saw some serious potential when he was at Mitt Maryland under Matt Canada. Uh, he tore up Ohio state when Maryland played uh Maryland, when Maryland played Ohio State, I think it was in Ohio. I, I think it was in the Horseshoe. I'm not sure. Um, everyone had high hopes, and even last year as a rookie, Ant Mac Anthony McFarland, boy, he had some he had some moments where you're thinking he's going and he would stumble over his feet, or he would you know, miss the hole, or he would slip. He's a gamble, but he, he could really pay off. He could really pay off, and and to the antithesis of that, the sure bet. I think Najee Harris is the sure bet at running back. I think he's at least going to get every opportunity to be a sure bet at running back. Uh, I hope that he pans out, but still, I think that's your best bet. So guys, my gamble is Anthony McFarland. I have high hopes for him. I think he'd be a great change of pace back. Sometimes it just doesn't come to fruition. Brian, what do you think? 
I think Anthony McFarland is set up to have a good run here, especially with everything you mentioned about Matt Canada being in, in his offense before. I love the fact that, I mean, he has speed. We didn't see enough of him last year. And I know we had that big drop of a ball on a screen pass where he could have been gone for miles. He'd still be running. I mean, it may, my gosh, if we're, st- if we're talking about major league, yeah, that, that home run, it's still going. You know, that's, I mean, that's how, I mean, this guy could be a great change of pace. I would love to see him get on the field and, uh, and get an opportunity because this system kind of fits for him, but he's, it's a gamble. He's definitely, because if the opposite of gamble in this situation is a safe bet, he's not a safe bet because you just don't, I mean, he was a fourth rounder. You just don't know. Fourth rounders are always in that position where it's like, Hey, he could go either way. And a lot of times with a guy in that position as now as fans, we want that fourth rounder to be a sure bet, but we know, I mean, we know deep down that in that position, you know, you can get a boom or a bust. I think he has an opportunity to be a boom. He's just has to take advantage of this situation and he's going to outpace some other guys. There you go. Dave, what do you thought? I think about Anthony McFarland. Okay, there's a lot to think about with Anthony McFarland. I don't know if Brian's talking about the same play that I'm thinking of when he talked about that drop pass. I'm thinking of the wheel route on fourth down when that you know it's a fourth down play and they throw it to the to the fourth string running back, but and he still he was open. Um, anywho, the the problem with with McFarland is you're like if this if the Steelers really believed in him, he would have been active and played more. But you could also chalk that up to the 2020 season and the no the, the no mini camp and no preseason and all that other stuff. But if that's also the case, then he's really the only 2020 draftee by the Steelers that was affected by it. So we don't know if that's really what it is. We're, it's Anthony McFarland, I think, is an enormous gamble, like Jeff is saying. He is going to boom or bust, and we will know it early that either the Steelers just they didn't have him active because they didn't really believe that he brought that much to the backfield. Maybe they just didn't have him active because other than the starter, they want their reserves to play special teams and he doesn't. That could have been it too. But it's either that he – it was either, one, he wasn't ready, two, the pick was a mistake, or three, he just – you know, it wasn't the right situation with the number of running backs. And now, although they now have another one – and but they're just waiting to set him up for this year. I, I it's a I, you're right, Jeff. It's a huge gamble, but it could be one that really pays off. All right, Brian. Next up, you can either do a sure bet or you can do a gamble. It's up to you. Go ahead. I'm going to go with a sure bet, and a lot of people are going to uh, scratch their head on this one. Deontay Johnson to me is a sure bet this year in year number three. I really think that he had his turning point when he had a sit down in Buffalo in complete embarrassment. They were calling for his head, calling for his helmet, calling for his hands, calling for everything the a couple games before. But when that happened, do you recall him dropping a ball again? I don't. I think he might have dropped, might have dropped one. one. I don't yeah, think I, he, I can't remember. I don't think he did. 
What was it? I, was it the Baltimore game that he came out? Everyone was like, "Oh, he's he's dropped so many passes." Like the first pass thrown to him, he dropped. It was like an inside slant. You're thinking, yeah. "Oh my gosh, that's the worst thing that could possibly happen." But you think he's going to get over it? and He's going to be better, right, Brian? I definitely think he's going to get over it. And let me uh, look. We're making jokes in the live chat. Sure bet to drop balls. Um, on a is a three on a scale of one to ten. You guys weren't saying that in year number one. Nobody was. And if you were, I missed it, but I don't miss those things. You were not ripping on this guy. You love the future of the Steelers with Deontay Johnson, with the exception of Dave, who uh, rude the day they drafted him. But, <laughs> yeah, that was bad. I know. But, I don't know why I have a signed helmet by him. I'm not sure. Yeah. <laughs> it was given to you as a gift. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, it was given to me as a gift from the money I paid for it. <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, beyond, I mean, we're looking at we're looking at these missteps. Last year, sure, it was a weird year, and we we can't blame everything on it. But when I watched that game against the Indianapolis Colts, and they came back, and that was a horrible game in the first half. In the second half, who did Ben trust? Ben trusted, especially on that forty-five yard pass to Deontay Johnson, who came out and grabbed the. He looked like a renewed man. So we're looking at guys like Eric Ebron. Eric Ebron dropped seven balls last year. Deontay Johnson dropped 14. I get it. But he experienced some growing pains, especially in year number two. Trying to do a lot of things by running before he secured the ball. We've seen other guys do that as well. Juju Smith-Schuster dropped balls last year. I don't know what the exact number is, but... I feel that this man is completely focused this year. I really think, you know, I think his career in Pittsburgh is in the balance in year number three because of a lot of the uncertainty from last year. It shouldn't be because they are going to give him every opportunity. Mike Tomlin feels that I'm not, I, I can't. It seems to me that Mike Tomlin feels that he has turned the corner as well. You're going to see a lot out of him this year. And he's, of course, he's saying the right things, but you could, when you hear him talk, you could tell that he was deeply hurt by all the criticism from the drops, and he is going to be hell bent to make sure it doesn't happen. He was drafted that high for a reason. He's done some exciting things. He scored some touchdowns last year. I think he's a sure bet to prove it to everybody and turn that corner. Dave, what are your thoughts on that? If I was going to pick a sure bet from that position group, that wouldn't have been who I who I chose. Who would you have chosen? I honestly, but I, this isn't going to be my sure bet when it's my turn. But still, um, you had to choose. I, I, honestly, I would have, I would choose Chase Claypool because mm-hmm. I I don't you know to do that as a rookie. I don't think he's going to have a fall off. I think we already know, and he's only going to be getting better. So, but I'm not going to argue with what Brian said. It's I mean, with that. Because you've just, you had all those months to be like, oh man, the biggest problem in my game last year was drops. I just can't do that. The only question is, Jeff, the golfer, is it, is it, is he just going to get the yips? You know? Yeah, or shanks. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So that's what I don't, I I wouldn't put him as a sure bet. I wouldn't, just because when it's something like that, that, is more mental than physical. You never know when that's going to creep back in. 
So I, I don't want to say too much. We had, um, we were expanding our podcast platform and one of the p- potential shows that we might have is one that's based on fantasy football. And we had someone put in a sample and I listened to it and he talked a lot about Deontay Johnson and he just thinks that he's going to be a reception machine this year in 2021. That doesn't mean he's going to lead the team in yards. It doesn't mean he's going to lead in touchdowns, but he figures that he's going to get the most looks from Ben Roethlisberger. It's tough to disagree with that. I think that when, when I think of a sure bet, I'm thinking of someone that you have no doubt about it, about whatever you're talking about. Big play. They're going to show up in the, in the big moment. They're going to always make the routine plays. I am not personally, there's nothing as you, Brian. I'm personally not there with Deontay Johnson yet. He made big strides by the end of the season. That big touchdown catch against the Colts always resonates with me diving into the end zone. Uh, such a big moment, big play. If he can come out in the first quarter of 2021 and he's not, you know, dropping passes, he looks consistent, he looks good, I think he would be fine. I think he'll be absolutely fine. All right, Dave, go ahead with your sure bet. What do you have there? My thing is, is because you don't, because it could have been one of your, one of your biggest gambles is the Steelers new offensive coordinator. It makes it really hard for me to even pick an offensive player to be a sure bet. I'm going to go with one that you probably might not agree with, but I'm going to do it. It would be easy to pick one of the all pro guys that they're sure bets and everything like that, but I'm not going to do that because I think that's, that's just, that's copping out. I'm going to go, believe it or not with Joe Hayden. I think he's a sure bet regardless of his age. Cause if you look at the statistics and I also did an article on him where they were using next gen stats, where he was one of the best cover players in the NFL. Although I do have to say Minka Fitzpatrick was not eligible for that because he didn't see enough targets against him. So that was kind of disappointing, but Joe Hayden was in the top, top 10 of that just because of the way he plays. And there's really, and he was the, he was the oldest guy on the list and there was only two guys over 30. And uh, uh, the top 10. And if age is his only factor, the reason I'm saying I don't see that'll jump, see him dropping off a cliff because of his age. I also think because of what Brian was saying with the gamble at other places in, in the secondary, you know, mainly the other cornerback position, I just think they're just going to avoid him. And if they're just going to avoid him, then he's not going to be giving up anything. So I think it's more of a sure bet. I don't know that he's going to get the interceptions or things like that, but I don't think he's going to be giving up the receptions and things like that because I just think they they might steer clear of him. If we're talking about Major League, you're talking about the crafty old veteran, Eddie, you know, Ed Harris. <laughs> That's what Joe Hayden is now. He's the crafty veteran. Now he doesn't have – Vaseline on his shoulder underneath his jersey or anything, but still, uh, it's it's a situation where I feel like, and that's not to make fun of like the situation in Major League Baseball right now, but um, I feel like Joe Hayden has all those tricks. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You watch him play when he breaks on the ball, his hand placement is perfect. He knows exactly where to put his hand, especially in that trail position. He's not he's not perfect. I mean, he's still a really good player. I like that. I like that pick. And, and out of the secondary, not counting safeties, as well, we'll say cornerbacks, I think he's as close as you're going to get to a short bet. What about you, Brian? I cannot disagree with that whatsoever. Joe Hayden is – I love that you called him the crafty old veteran. I just feel like he's one of those – he reminds me of Daryl Green, and just where he's just not going to fall off that cliff. Yeah. He's going to be effective to the very end. 
All right, let's go with mine, my short bet. I'm, I, I was trying to think outside the box. And I was like, well, who are they going to go with for their short bets? And I went with, and people are going to laugh at me because th- this is what they, I guess this is like their new favorite pastime is hating on this player, especially now. Uh, BTR, Benjamin Todd Roethlisberger. I, I think he's a short bet. It, I looked at his stats. I did a show on Monday about the importance of Ben Roethlisberger having a 1000 yard rusher. And I look back at all of his numbers and the one consistent about Ben every single season almost is that he's always in double digit interceptions. He's always done that. I mean, I think there's one season where he had nine and I believe that was a year he didn't play a full season because it might've been 2010. Um, but still with, with Ben, my goodness, they need him to be the shore bet. They need him to play the way he did when they were 11 and zero, And I I fully expect Ben Roethlisberger to show up not only in training camp ready to go. I think he's going to kind of be rejuvenated, and it's going to help that the offensive line I believe is better for run blocking than the last one. You, people may want to ridicule me. That's fine. I can take it. I think that the running game, the running back, is going to be better. And those two factors, and throw in Matt Canada being light years ahead of Randy Feetner in terms of Randy Land's idiotic and predictable play calling. But I think Roethlisberger is going to have, he's going to have some juice. If you know what I mean, he's going to be ready to go. He's going to, he's going to be able to go out there and play a, a, a more balanced game. I can't stress how important that is to me when I think about what is, what are the factors that are, you know, keys to success. We'll put it that way. So I'm going to go with BTR. Brian, what do you think? The national media hates Benjamin Todd Roethlisberger. They can't stand this guy. They don't believe in him. They think he's washed up. Baltimore, New England, Cincinnati, Cleveland, they all think this guy's a joke. You know who doesn't think he's a joke? Most of us here in Steeler Nation. Who doesn't think he's a joke? Mike Tomlin. Matt Canada obviously doesn't think he's a joke. The Roonies don't think he's a joke. Ben Roethlisberger... And his teammates do not think that he's a joke. And they believe in this guy. And I love when he's got that giant chip on his shoulder. I talk about it all the time. Man, I'm putting my chips on Ben Roethlisberger. I'm not putting the chip on his shoulder. I'm putting the chips down and saying, bet seven, baby. Cue the some cue the potato chip joke or something about his weight. <laughs> <laughs> Someone will. They always do. Go ahead, Dave. Thoughts on VTR? Yeah, honestly, when I said it was really tough to, to, to pick anyone on offense because of the new coordinator, that honestly, I thought it was between him and Claypool if I was going to. And that, and just because, to me, this, meaning someone's a safe bet doesn't mean that they're a safe bet to be the greatest thing ever since sliced bread, is you know what you're getting. And you do. And I do feel like you know what you're getting with Ben Roethlisberger. And I still think you're getting more than what a lot of people think that he can give. I'm tired of the people. I mean, even in our own comments of our articles, people said, Ben can't throw the deep ball. Okay. If you add another word to that, I'll, 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 I'll listen to you. If you want to say consistently, if you want to say extremely accurate, if you can even say the word, well, I get it. But to say he can't do it, it's just flat up false. I mean, when you can show that he throws like the long touchdown, I keep coming back to the long touchdown, you know, was it 38, 39-yard touchdown to Deontay Johnson against the Colts, which was thrown into the end zone. I mean, it's not that he can't. It's just the question was, 
will he be able to? And not only that, Jeffrey Benedict mentioned this in our Steelers Vertex article that was out today at BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, your one-stop shop from all things, for all things Pittsburgh Steelers, that when, when Ben realized he was getting a little bit more time against the Colts to push it down the field, that's when plays like that happened. I, I think that has everything more to do with the offensive line if they can give him the time so he can have the confidence to make those throws. But that's not the narratives that everyone wants to do. It's it's all about what the quarterback can do and not about the other circumstances of what was going on. You know, I, I thought about this the other day. It was right after I finished my podcast for Let's Ride on Monday, and it was how long has it been since, as Steeler fans, we've watched the offense – run a game out, ice a game on the ground. And when was the last time? I mean, you have to go back to Le'Veon Bell. And even that, it didn't happen that often. I literally have to hearken back to Jerome Bettis. I remember when Bill Cowher and Jerome Bettis were in their heyday, sometimes at Three Rivers. And they would have like a 10-point lead. Give it to the bus, he'd get three yards. Give it to the bus, he'd get four. Give it to the bus, he'd get three more. First down, move the chains. And they would just ice the clock. I hope... Fingers crossed, my gosh, I hope the Steelers' offense gets back to that. And I hope it's Najee Harris. I hope he's the guy. I hope he's the guy. All right. We have trivia tonight? Yeah, we do. Um, Go ahead, Dave. I was going to say, you could almost make an argument that the last time you saw that was actually week one of 2020. Um, That they did it a little bit, you know, against – I mean, their next to last possession against the Giants. And then they – they did that, but it also included the run by Chase Claypool as well for them to just end that game. Um, but not to the level what you're talking about, because I yeah. thought of that whenever you said that or anything. So I know what you're talking about to where, like, when the Steelers got the ball at the end, you knew they were going to run it. You knew it was coming you and you just can't yes. stop it. Like, that's yes. what I'm talking. And that's when you hear Adrian Clem talk and he talks yeah. about I feel like this, and Dave, you can speak to this more than I can. I feel like this offensive line is going to be better at run blocking. I think they're going to be more aggressive, and as long as everything can mesh, and that's a big if, I think they're going to run the ball a lot better than they did last year. So that's not saying much, I yeah, guess. I'm, <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm just saying, you you know, just you've said it, I've said it, people ask me it for, for Stat Geek podcast of the past. What would it be if the Steelers were just average at running the ball? The difference it would make. You brought that up too. It's it's yeah. you're exactly right. So are you ready for this trivia? Let's do it. Okay. Here is the trivia. This is the easy question that you all should know, but it's really to ask the follow-up question. It's not a big secret who is this Pittsburgh Steelers all-time leading player in Pro Bowl selections as a as a member of the Steelers. I'm hoping that you guys already know this. Leading Pro Bowl voter who has who who has made it the most made it to the most Pro Bowls as a Pittsburgh Steeler. I was going to say Jack Lambert. I could be wrong. I was going to go Mean Joe. It it is Mean Joe Green with ten. Okay. There are five players who are tied behind him with nine. Can you name those five players? Why don't we start with Brian? Yeah, I was going to say the one he just said probably is one of them. <laughs> Go ahead, Brian. Jack Lambert. Jack hold on, Lambert. No, hold on. Do they all have to be with the Steelers? Yeah, they all have to be with the Steelers. These were all so, like Rod Steelers. Woodson. No, would have had that many. One but, okay. with the Steelers. Yeah, Jack Ham. 
Jack Ham was only eight. Mel Blunt. Mel Blunt was only five. Oh my gosh! Then Mike Webster. That's Mike Web. Mike Webster is two. Okay. Mike Webster's only been at two Pro Bowls. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> That's the second player. Oh, I was going to say, well, I was like, what? Right. No. So out of the five, you've got two. You got Lambert. You got Webster. Pouncy. Marquis Pouncy. There's three. Troy. Troy was the other person who was eight. There was two of them that were eight, and it was Ham and Palomalu. So you've got two more. One of them you should know. For sure. Well, it wasn't Bradshaw. No. If Mel Blunt only got oh, five. Oh, Franco. Franco Harris. So how many is that? That's four. And how many other total? There are five. Is it a current player or is it an, a no. 70? Uh, no, no, that's not 70s either. Ernie Stottner. Ernie Stottner. Jeff Jinx, buy me a Coke. So I, I thought that was fun. But I, I also have one more that I'd like to do. Ah, oh, you're good. Okay. There's all, when it comes to the Steelers all-time leading AP, you know, all-pro first team, first team all-pro. I there know. are four players tied for this one. That I know. were six-time first-team All-Pros. I know two. Okay. Dick Shiner, Buzz Nutter. Boom. Done. <laughs> 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 and I'm out. Because okay. I'll be honest with you, out of, out of the, the ones that, were, uh, that we just named, there's only one repeat. Do you out get the, the feeling four. that <laughs> around the Hartman family <laughs> Thanksgiving table. He gives <laughs> thanks for Dick Shiner. <laughs> I wear, wear my Dick Shiner jersey to the dinner. So yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> what number was he? Wasn't he like seventeen? Yes. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> I know because I, I know that because Dick Shiner's burner account follows me on Twitter, and it's an image of Dick Shiner <laughs> back in his heyday when he was slinging the skin. <laughs> so, so I don't even know the question. The question is: there are four players that are that are tied for the most first team All Pro selections as Pittsburgh Steelers. Four players: Dermonte Dawson, Dermonte Dawson's one. Antonio Brown. He only had four. I say only four. That's ridiculous. Four is fantastic. But Six all pros, is that what you said? Six all pros. Oh, Pouncey Demond- did? No, Pouncey only had two. Okay. Palomalu? Palomalu only had four. How many did Edward James Harrison Edward had? I, I know James Harrison's not James more Harrison? Than, I'm just two. curious. He only had two, okay. Two. So are these guys that were on that list before? I said only one of them was a repeat. Okay. So Lynn Swan? Lynn Swan um, is, I'm trying to see where he was here at all because he's, it's not Lynn Swan, I'll tell you that. I'm trying to find how many he had. Um, I don't know that he had any. Mike Webster? Did, did, Mike Mike Webster was with five. So, so he, he one short. It would have to be Ham. It's Jack Ham. And Jack Lambert. And Lambert. Jack Lambert. And Dramati Dawson. And one more. 
be interesting to hear him talk in Me. August. Donnie Shell. It was not Donnie Shell. Did he already guess Troy? He already guessed Troy. Heinz Ward? It wasn't Heinz Ward. He's talking in August. No. Who's Heinz Ward talking for? Alan Fanica. Alan Fanica. Alan Fanica was was an all-pro six times with the Steelers. That's amazing. Wow. Yeah. And that's why I would argue that he had a much better resume to get in way before the, you know, more than the guys that went in before him. So I'm glad he's finally getting what he deserved with his induction at all fame. All right, Brian, do you have a trivia? Yeah, I said I'm going to make it quick here since uh, Dave took 40 minutes on his trivia, um, especially <laughs> you the guys are talking about forever without <laughs> answering the question. Slinging the skin with Dick Shine. <laughs> <laughs> that should be a podcast. Is he still alive? <laughs> no, no, but. I can picture your your avatar next. You next to the Dick Shiner grave, putting down a black and gold rose. <laughs> All right. <laughs> In NFL history, the Steelers are considered a storied franchise. They've been around a long time. Where do they rank as far as age in the NFL among current teams? Tenth. That would be the Cleveland Browns at number 10. Okay. Can you please repeat that question? Of yeah, all the, the NFL the, teams yeah. right now, the current mm -hmm. teams, yeah. where do the Steelers rank in age? Meaning being the oldest team, not the, yes. not the age of the players like I did on stats. <laughs> no, the oldest, the oldest teams. The oldest teams. Oh, let's see. I know Chicago is older. Well, you got the classic teams, the New York Giants, the and Chicago the Bears, the Green Bay Packers. I'm going to go eighth. The answer is seven. So Tristan, oh, Tristan gets it. Now, close. where do the Steelers rank in age in the AFC? Mm. I'm going to say they're, they're, they're one of the I, I think it might be one. Is there was one of the who was the other team that went over with them from the from the and from the old NFL that went over to the AFC? It was the Steelers. Was it the Raiders that went over? What was the Raiders? No, the Raiders didn't come around until 1960 when no, they I'm, were the, I'm, going to be the Oakland Seniors. The Oakland. <laughs> That's true. Uh, second, I would say first. They are the oldest team, Dave Schofield, mm. in the AFC. Yeah. I have a trivia question. I, lo I love when Jeff has trivia. <laughs> They're so simple. So we all know the story about the logo on the side of the helmet, right? We know how they toyed with it, uh, and it, they had the best year ever, and so they stuck with it. And the hypocycloids are part of the steel industry. Well, yada, yada, yada. Anyways, what year was the logo on the helmet permanent? So what year did they make it permanent? They said, we're going to keep it on the side of the helmet forever. 63. Ooh, close. The new. 65. Nope, wrong way. 62. 1962. Okay. Brian was really close. It was 1962 is when uh, the chief said, we're keeping it on there. And it's stayed there ever since. So. Hey, can I, can I ask one? Can I do a trivia question from the live chat? Sure. They wanted to know this. 
I got the answer. I wonder if you guys are the answer. Who's the leading rusher for the Steelers the year they lost to Dallas in the Super Bowl? Well, first Bam. of all, what year was that? That was 1995. 1995 that was season because it was Bam, in- Bam Morris. Eric Pegram. Eric Pegram. Pegram, really? Yep. They had more than Bam? They, yes. they were so close. Yeah. So, they, they were really close. I mean, it was I a true platoon. If you give me a couple seconds, I could even look it up. All right, um, final thoughts, Brian. Go yeah. ahead. <laughs> all right. You know what? I said earlier in the show that we haven't learned much, but still, mandatory minicamp, everything that's going on right now helps shape this team. So I'm really proud. I really can't wait to watch this team. You're going to be hearing all of it here on BTSC. You're not only going to be hearing about what's going on as far as analysis and what's going on in minicamp, but you're still going to hear the heart of it. And the heart of it is what I feel brings this brings BTSC as one of the best in all of Pittsburgh blogosphere and beyond. And the reason I say that is because of the personalities here. I am here every single week with Dave Schofield and Jeff Hartman. Well, I wasn't here last week because I took I took a week off, but <laughs> I'm here all the time. Every week. Except I'm here every not. week. Except for last week. <laughs> and it's the only time I've ever taken off. So so but what, what I'm saying is, you know. We had somebody on YouTube we talked about at the beginning that said, you know, why are we talking about family? Well, I talked about you all being part of the family. These guys here, I love like family and I love being around them. And it's fun. And everything that comes out of their mouths, you know, we want to jump on each other, but we respect everything they say. I do want to bring up two things. Jeff Hartman, first time ever in history that you used the word hearken in BTSC. I don't think Harkin has ever been used. So Why congratulations. Just about 10 minutes ago. Really? We Harkin back in time. I love I'm it. A, I'm a thesaurus. Dave Schofield jumps <laughs> jumps in my territory with the Go West thing all the time. King of wishful thinking. And I love it. There's but another song I always think about, by the way, when you say Go West. it was It's a Toby Key song. Go West, young man. Haven't you been told California is full of whiskey, women in gold? That's what I think of when you guys say Go West. I know it's a different song. but it's well, yeah. Go West was the band. I and know Go- that. I'm saying when he says Go West, that's the first thing that comes to my mind are the lyrics to the Toby Key song, not the band. Anywho, proceed and, with the Borofil. And the, the Borofil. <laughs> the Borofil. Borofil. <laughs> no, I want to make out with you. <laughs> proceed. <laughs> proceed. Okay, I will Proceed. <laughs> Go West had another song. <laughs> and I want you to look this up, Dave Schofield. It's called okay. We Close Our Eyes. And the lyric is, we close our eyes, we never lose the game. Bam. Ooh. Pen drop. <laughs> All right, Dave, final thoughts? Oh, uh, we are entering this wonderful time of the NFL season where – Nothing is happening, and you want it to stay that way. Much like injuries are to training camp, you do not want to hear anything going on with the Pittsburgh Steelers for the next, I'm going to say, approximately five weeks until they begin training camp. We do not know where training camp will be yet. We do not know an exact start date. Even Mike Tomlin said today that they are waiting on word from the NFL to what they can do. Not when, because we know that date can't be the 21st of July, but they're trying to get back to Latrobe and to St. Vincent College. And unfortunately, one thing that we do know because of the protocols is it looks like uh, players will not be allowed to interact with fans. 
but it doesn't mean that fans could not be there. <sighs> but this is the time that we get to. It's because it's a nice break, but at the same time, you don't want to hear about Steelers, but yet we don't ever stop thinking about our Steelers. And Behind the Steel Curtain does not stop bringing you the Steelers content, even though we're trying to keep everything out of the news and that we don't have to write a single breaking news article. So that's what we're looking forward to to the next five weeks. Yeah, Kendrick Green needs to sign his stupid contract so we can do that yeah. one, and then we'll be done. I'll then we'll be, be done. Bad. I'm just like, other than Kendrick <laughs> And I know, or or shout out to Michael Beck, that they signed somebody. Oh, gosh. You know, that's that's going to be what. If they uh, don't sign somebody, someone please keep an eye on the Bridges of Vancouver because he might be jumping <laughs> off them. Well, he, he's on the, the Stephen Gilmore bandwagon right now. He already has yeah. a Stephen Gilmore jersey. <laughs> Pre-ordered, from, pre-ordered yeah. from China, hoping, love it, hoping it comes through. That's a gamble. He's that's his gamble pick. Um, right, take it away, senior editor. <laughs> the song is "Should Have Been a Cowboy" by Toby Keith. In case you were curious, what that Ooh, his lyrics are. A good song. Mm-hmm. Should have been a cowboy. Anyways, all right, that's it for us on the Steelers preview. Dave, why don't you send us out? Hey, very nice. We'll see you next week. Have a great one, everyone. Happy Father's Day, by the way, to everyone out there. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Jumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Jumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.